is a 10. I choose this family. Hi guys, welcome to episode 6 of 91 Lone Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, Katie, and with me are my lovely friends and co-hosts, EJ. Hey everyone. Grace. Hey. And Shaz couldn't be with us today, but we miss her, of course, and yeah. Miss you, Shaz. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. Today we will talk about episodes 6 and 7 of Lone Star titled Friends Like These and Bum Steer. And just to recap, I guess, we won't be recapping these episodes or reviewing them. We'll just be talking about what stood out to us and stuff, and I guess we can just get right to it. So actually, episode 6 was the one that was written by John Owen aka rob's son so that's Mm -hmm. a fun little fact about this episode the first thing that happened was the car accident where the car was under like a big truck and stuff Mm -hmm, which is super insane yeah i mean technically if you think about it it makes sense right yeah but it's like because i have seen that in other shows before like that kind of thing but it's always a thing like one how did you live (laughs) two well sometimes they don't live um and just like wow moment i'm reminded of uh, when i saw that i'm kind of reminded of fast and the furious the very first movie there's that scene where the three black hondas are zipping underneath the semi truck to kind of confuse the driver because they're so low to the ground so i was like i thought about that briefly but then yeah like it makes sense i mean the driver had to slam on his brakes real quick and you know he, he didn't know and it's such a big rig i you know i have a friend who's a truck driver or used to be and he's like yeah i said you just kind of have to really be on your mirrors but right on your bumper you're not going to see the truck or see the car so that's definitely a oh, crazy yeah. scene yeah and so one of the it was funny because the women actually knew each other but they didn't realize until the one asked for like a charger or something she was just like oh hey that's so weird in a way it was like yeah. kind of awkward but not like kind of that beginning part before the crash actually happened like that was so awkward i had so much secondhand embarrassment yes on that like uh i don't know what to do with myself i'm not good with secondhand embarrassment i'm not either. so like i just i like skipping through stuff like that cause i'm like no yeah i just sit like if i was watching it with somebody like the scene we we're talking about in episode five the beginning scene if i was watching that with somebody i probably would have just been like okay no i can't be watching this <laughs> but like because i'm by myself like i'm like okay this is fine but i'm just cringing the whole time yeah i'm actually the opposite if i was watching it with somebody especially if it's someone who hadn't seen it before like i i'd keep it on but myself i just like i just skipped through yeah but yeah it was a crazy scene just because like the one woman like she was pinned in there to the point where they couldn't get her out because she was like unstable so they had to do like a blood they needed to give her blood but they had to do it person to person the one woman was like O negative, so she's a new universal donor, so they did person to person, which is super risky mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. which we kind of, or EJ and I mostly <laughs> took note on this, that it was like similar to a night shift scene, two of them, where they did person person, one was like in the middle of nowhere, and like they basically, whose blood was wetter, determined who was going to like give the person blood. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And then and was, the, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, and then there was one where the a tree trunk was like stuck in this dude, so like mm-hmm. they had to take it out. And then like this one guy, he like literally. Well, no, I'm thinking of something different, but I don't know where I'm going with this. But basically, yes. they take his blood, his own blood, and they put it in a bag basically and then they yeah. put it back in him so like recycling his blood it's insane yeah, they, yeah it, was, it was crazy yeah the, 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 that one was in the pilot episode I right tc had come and he yeah. saw some paramedics were trying to help this guy and this like big chunk of a tree branch had like impaled him and he was bleeding i think his spleen had been ruptured so yes. he was bleeding and they used uh, uh just an iv bag to fill his fill it with blood of his blood, yeah. and then they just put it back into him. And then the other one was, yeah, I think TC and Jordan were off somewhere, and they, they had to, like, do a person-to-person blood transfer, and it was like, you mean, and those are not safe. Like, it, that's not something, like, is ever done. Yeah. Uh, it's very, yeah. very, very rare. And I think, honestly, about the only time they would do it is in, like, a combat situation. Yeah. Where, like... That's why a lot of the you see military people will usually have their uh, blood type on their uniform. On the dog tags? Dog tags yeah. and on their uniform. My friends uh, have some that have their, um, it's actually a patch on their shoulder. You know, that's probably best, like, if the dog tags get lost. Mm-hmm. It's a little harder to, like, use, lose the part of the uniform. Right. I don't know. Yeah, and then, it, you know, it makes it easy for, like, a combat medic to come in and say, hey, you know, this is, you know, so, oh, this is person's an O negative, they're a universal donor, so let's do it, and it's, it, but it's very rare, because it's very unsanitary and stuff, but, yeah, I, I yeah. thought it was cool that they did that, just for, like, you know, the, the uh, suspense of just figuring it out, because, you know, we'd seen, like, the girls had had a connection, like, they had been friends in high school, and then they kind of lost touch, and I think we can all relate mm-hmm. to, like, losing touch with friends that we had in school and um, you know reconnecting and then bringing up old emotions and stuff and then they're kind of trying to like connect again but then there's this awkward stuff going on side note i guess when they took the window the back window off of the car ronan was joking that him and um jules were like joking around in the trunk of the car yeah (laughs) and there's like i guess pictures of them with their feet sticking out i want those photos yeah (laughs) no i think they were filming and it was before that was like the last scene they filmed before they started winter break last year and so they were still rolling but they were like kicking their feet because they had so much energy (laughs) 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 funny little uh, thing shared by ronan i believe yeah carlos was on that call too yeah yeah he was and i really liked that view of him because we haven't really seen him necessarily like be like he was talking to the one woman that was like not really injured and he was like ma'am calm down tell me what happened and i was just like we haven't really seen like that part on a call i feel like like he's been at the scene of some of the incidents but Mm -hmm. not really like we didn't see that extent of what like a police officer would do in that situation right i mean i think the most we've seen was back in episode two where he was talking to the co-worker of the woman who jumped during the mad hatter scene right um because um, like he was he was being like nice there but he was being like you know was she on any substances anything like that yeah i think that's the most we've seen other than the scene of carlos just interacting with the civilians yeah it was definitely like a different vibe for me than that one yeah that one was very like high intensity i think is a good way to explain it where like a yeah. lot of people were going down it wasn't just her where this one it was kind of like i don't know how to explain it i don't know it's pretty typical no fire call that you know police have to be involved in because it's an accident Mm -hmm. but we yeah we've seen the like very he said suspenseful scene 
things. It's interesting, actually. The other day I saw a map of the distribution of the O-blood type. Mm -hmm. And when I saw it, I originally thought of this scene, actually. Because type O's can deliver blood to anybody. Is it O's or O negatives? I'm trying to remember. O neg. Well, actually, I think it's O. O family. Yeah, because they have very, they just have it and that's great. And you know what, if they're going to like need that kind of blood transfer, uh, it's better off doing it here because we're like the second highest percentage of population with the blood type O distribution. Yeah, O is a universal donor, which is cool because then they can give blood to anybody. Yeah. Because there's those rare blood types where sometimes you can't find a match. I know when my mom was going through chemo treatment because her blood counts always would go down so much they had to always give her blood transfusion so I learned a lot about blood and the transfusion process. Yeah. Then another big thing that happened this episode, well this will be probably the first like big storyline for the episode Mateo's studying for his test and it's fun this yeah. part's kind of sad but fun funny. I'm like oh poor Mateo he's like I can't study home because my roommates are playing beer pot all, all night and then he's like it's the last time before I wash out and I'm like oh, oh poor Mateo also I love Marjan in that scene just like okay what I do when she gets called in by Owen no. yeah I'm like uh, relatable yeah um, but I actually kind of find it cute that like how much she was determined to help him out and everything yeah. oh yeah that's later in the episode yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll definitely get there more so yeah Um, yeah i think that was a tough one you know because that you know because at first she's like well then you better be studying and then the guys are coming down and they're talking about the one judd's talking about poker and he's in trying to invite the whole like everybody to come over and then marjan's like yeah you know don't invite mateo because he's got to study yeah (laughs) so we kind of learn the next part of episode which is that judd has a poker game every once in a while with some local firefighters and he's trying a spot opened up and he's trying to get one of the crew to join him yeah well even before that i just thought everyone's responses oh yeah <laughs> like oh gosh, he's yeah. like i know ro- a rope of dope when i see, see one. Oh yeah yeah and paul's like cards bore me yeah <laughs> yeah he's like i can figure everybody's cards out by <laughs> their reaction he'll do the thing and, yeah and marjan's like gambling is really not my jam and i was like i kind of see that yeah. Uh, I cannot picture her doing that at all. No. And then Owen. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'll play. And it's like, eh, um, maybe not. And Judd's like, ah, oh. and TK's like, I thought it was a friendly game, Judd. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, well, it is, but okay, let's do it. <laughs> oh, and that's when he uses the, well, it's just a bunch of uh, Texas roughnecks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And cut to Owen at the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. Do you have any seaweed or kale chips? <laughs> Sorry, Cap. Sorry, Cap. Rabbit food food won't go over with the sponge. (laughs) Oh, I mean, same. I would, I wouldn't eat either of those personally. Yeah, I mean, I've I like kale chips and I've had seaweed before, but like, it's not exactly like um game night snack material. No, like no. Yeah, definitely not. And I think it's fun that this is a quirky side of Owen that we just get to see more of. Yeah, because we already know like he has that kind of quirk, but like this. like okay we're seeing it yeah and grace is all worried for owen and like we're kind of like okay where's this going and like basically 
like Grace has to force out of Judd to mm-hmm. tell Owen about Billy, who apparently hates yeah. Owen, and Owen's like, I don't even know a Billy Tyson. Right, right. Um, <laughs> He's like, well, I'll hate the idea of you. Yeah. <laughs> but before all that happened, when Grace first came into the scene, did you see the look on Judd's face when she walked out? He was like, and that's when she's like, easy cowboy, because she could tell what he was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's totally like, women need a guy that looks at them like Judd looks at his wife. Love it. Oh, yeah. Like, they're adorable. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I love how we see, like, more of them in like we we got more of them in the four and five episodes as well Mm -hmm. yeah but like we see more of their relationship with how everything goes down with billy and then having to talk about it i'm like i like seeing this little like this other view yeah yeah and i love like when like grace is trying to talk judd into you know telling him judd's explains it and then owen's like or no judd didn't explain it owen's like now's a good time how about now now?" (laughs) he's just like in that panic of like oh my god like you gotta tell me what's going on here and then he learns about like billy and that whole thing we just talked about yeah it was i don't know when we meet billy like the first time i saw it i didn't realize billy burke was gonna be there and i'm like billy burke will always be charlie swan to me so it's like Uh, yeah uh yeah yeah definitely to see him on there yeah yeah i mean i only saw one of the twilight movies and that was like a couple of years ago yeah but um i did see him and i lo- was like he looks so familiar i just can't think of when i actually didn't realize who he was actually i think until like we started talking about it at some point in time because i was like oh wait he is charlie Swan. yeah that makes so much sense oh, yeah literally yeah. me yeah and like uh, so that poker nights judd i don't know like the face facial expression judd had at kind of the end of the night like made me think that he thought it went well but then like the next day i'm like i don't know i just i got this vibe i'm like i don't know if i should trust this bill character i didn't trust him but i also did, had no idea of what to think right of him and so uh, it was just i was like okay it went too well for a storyline that they're putting in here yeah that's true like there's got to be some other like there's got to be something else coming yeah so next we've got like i would know like the next day or the next shift so like a day yeah. or two later it was yeah, it was like the next morning, I assume, because Owen calls Marjan in early and she's like, Am I in yeah. trouble? In Owen's yeah, office. Me- yeah. Owen's like, What makes you think that? She's like, I've been reprimanded enough times to know that. And I'm like, Oh my God. But basically, oh. Owen basically tells Marjan that she needs to help Mateo study for his test in- because she was the one that got the highest grade in the house. And mm-hmm. that doesn't surprise me, honestly. No, it doesn't. And Marjan's like, she's like, uh, why? And Owen tells her that Mateo's dyslexic. And she's like, oh, okay. And I love that. I first love that he's dyslexic because when I was growing up, I had a learning disability. So for me, that's like very relatable and stuff, especially mm-hmm. in episode one when he was like, oh, I've always been told that I was a little slow because yeah. it's definitely like something I can connect, connect with and, and stuff. So it, it's just meaningful, I guess. I love how Owen had taken the time to put that together right. and just be like, okay, there's something else going on here. Like he's not stupid. He's just is having 
trouble, this is why. I think it's really important because people are so fast to label somebody. And obviously this is what has happened with Mateo before. Yes. Well, and so yeah. well, and he's him finally having somebody. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. And he'd taken the test like multiple times and failed it because it's a written test. Yeah. He could- like he'd done perfectly mm-hmm. in the field work yeah. but the paperwork was the problem right. yeah. and when you're dyslexic and numbers you get numbers switched around and so like i'm glad that mm-hmm. i think owen went to bat for him to get you know a, a praise um accommodation yeah to mm-hmm. take it a different way yeah yeah um, i think that's really cool but i love it like, i love how like marjan's like she kind of like quickly agrees and she's like but I'm going to need like a major <laughs> credit card and I'm going to have to make a lot of copies. Love that. But I love how like, then all of a sudden she comes in and she's trying to get the crew to like, she's like, okay, you guys are going to read all these and I need these, you know, she gives out the like manuals and they're all like, well, I don't want to do this. What, what do we need to do this for? And then she explains and then, or no, she doesn't. TK says it. Yeah. He says, oh, he's dyslexic. And then everybody like jumps to like, okay, we're going to, we're going to help him through this. And they're like all going to like read part of the manuals that they, he needs to study and like record them so Mateo can listen to him. And I thought that was really cool to see like how all of a sudden, like as soon as they figured out what the situation was, they like, they jumped to want to be helping him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, like I imagine even if he hadn't been dyslexic, like if he needed help, they probably would have given in and like helped him anyway. But I doubt it would have been quite the same way. And it would wouldn't have been the same quality of help that obviously he needed. Also, I love um, how Judd was assigned fire science or something yeah. like that just because he has the Texas draw. Yeah, yeah. He's like, because you talk the slowest. <laughs> uh, and then seeing like TK sits down at one of the tables and he just kind of looks like, okay, I'm doing this. It was just, like, I don't know, that look that Ronan had was just like classic for him. Didn't he, let's see, was he the one that had the situation yeah. like thing? Well, to me, that sounds like the most fun out of any yeah. really. on the job scenarios. Yeah, like yeah, like I love scenarios. Give me them, I'll do them. The rest of it is like, uh, okay. Um, I personally probably would have gone for fire science. I think I would have really enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I kind of like situations. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> what was Paul assigned? Like, what, what were the other ones? I don't remember. I don't. Know. I, I down Pauls. Doesn't Billy show up the same shift? Is that? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah he shows up, and Owen invited him, and Judd's like, "Oh, aren't you two some couple of fast friends?" And I was like, "Yeah, we'll see about that." He was like. Uh, yeah. I don't trust this. And let's be honest, Owen was having a lot of fun, Brian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, well, the f- which, like, he had something to be proud of, yeah. but, like, his first time rubbing it off. in a little yeah. bit. Mm, yeah. Showing him the station and new things he did. Yeah. And I think at that point, I was like, I think half of me was eased into the friendship. Like, I'm like, okay, they're getting along, but in- the rest of me was like, oh, there's something not quite right here. Like, yeah. Mm. There was just a little bit of like tension already there i could tell that like billy wasn't necessarily pleased by owen because like yeah even when they were playing poker like billy i assume never lost and he wasn't he didn't like losing and it was com- yeah. it it was already a competition for both of them and they both have like they both want to win or whatever and so the next one is the dog scene yeah oh yeah that was crazy yeah i had so many thoughts when that happened um because like we get the call of the dog um seeing the kids Mm -hmm. and i was there i was like i didn't know what was happening with the kids but i was like oh please don't let the dog have 
like be hurt or anything because I'm such a softy for animals. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like obviously there was bloodstains on the neck and I'm like, oh man, what's going on here? Right. I did not expect what came next. Yeah, though. I didn't either. But he, like the track. Yeah. yeah, just that whole like scene, like they're called to like what they think is like just a dog, crazy dog, and they're like, oh, let's call animal control and these little girls are up on top of this car and this dog's just barking and going crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Owen's like, no, no, just wait a second. He's like, let's, he's like, tr- like going through all the specifics of like the dog and how it's reacting and stuff. And he's like, he's like, that's not a dog that's not such what is it that's not a scary dog that's a dog that's scared yeah and you yeah and you can tell like the, by the dog's stance or like how their tail is if it's mm-hmm. scared or if it's actually like vicious and it's gonna attack yeah and i love like i think it was mateo asked he's like how's your dad know so much about dogs he asked tk and tk's like oh dad loves dogs and caesar milan <laughs> which is the, <laughs> the dog whisperer and i love how like owen's like calming the dog down and then like tells marjan and tk to go get the girls and then like the little girl was like when TK gets her off the car. She's like, do you know you have really big muscles? And Marjan just kind of laughs and she goes, trust me, he knows. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that part. I Like, I love that um, message because most of the time, like, we don't think of TK as being, I don't know, like, self-absorbed, but, like, he's confident with himself. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I think that's, like, that's the first time, like, we get a little bit of ripping and, like, okay, maybe he's a little more self-confident than we realized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then after they get the girls, then the the dogs, the dog kind of like looks at them and then takes off kind of across the field. And so I think it's yeah. Paul that says, uh, I guess we're doing that lassie thing, <laughs> which is another great line in that scene. Like, like, okay, let's follow the dog. And then they come across this big tractor that's this guy's pinned under and he'd been by himself doing some work and the dog was kind of alerting at somebody to what was going on yeah and when the tractor came in like i was raised on a farm so like seeing the equipment and everything i went oh my gosh like that guy was super lucky to have been alive at all and that stuff mm, like you think it's dangerous but it's far more dangerous than you realize that's why there are like so many rules for handling it and you don't ever want to you don't ever want to just wing it (laughs) like no yeah but i'm glad i'm glad you know i'm glad the guy was alive and they were able to get him out yeah that's that was definitely i did not expect that i had a feeling that it would be like like i could tell there was blood on the dog so i could tell and it didn't look like the dog was hurt i felt like there would be yeah. a human involved yeah I just yeah i didn't quite expect that yeah um, so then after that yeah, i knew there'd be an injury and stuff but yeah. i that was definitely different yeah good different yeah, yeah. and like so then I- and then like um before even like like when he was waiting to like get an ambulance like he was laying there and the dog realized he was okay and started licking him and yeah and tim yeah. was like is that how and, yeah, and tim, oh, yeah yeah tim was like that's i don't know that's so oh that's so not sanitary yes, or that's what it was. Like, and so i think someone nudged him like shut up right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has the best like one-liners yeah. he really does yeah and that's probably my favorite of all of them like, oh that's because yeah. like you're watching it and you're thinking it but also you're enjoying it yeah. so he's saying what you're thinking yeah <laughs> like, i was okay. like i think the first time i saw that i was like nobody cares about that like i let my dog lick my face all the time i don't care yeah as long as it like my dog doesn't get any of my like features like my lips my eyes or anything like that because i don't like them being touched she's fine like getting my jaw on my cheek like i don't care being licked on the face yeah 
so then after this scene they get back to the station and there's um owen is uh putting in his office he's got golf clubs during when billy had visited they'd noticed or he'd noticed that the golf putters and like they were started talking golf and billy invited him golfing so he's practicing because it's been a while and michelle comes (laughs) in and kind of warns him about billy apparently there was a little statement that michelle and billy had a thing at some point so i thought that was a little thrown in there that was kind of interesting i didn't remember catching that i think the first i missed time. that yeah me too yeah. yeah that's like like i think Owen and michelle would make a terrible couple but i also think that billy and michelle would also make equal they would yeah. make an even worse yeah couple. like they both have very big egos and they just i don't know how to mm-hmm. explain like really get real into it but it's just like oh that's like too a little too much yeah definitely which i guess that's why it was in the past tense. yeah yeah not like a yeah. present that's thing. why it did not work out mm-hmm. <laughs> yes then we get kind of almost come out like a montage of the team testing uh mateo yes mm-hmm. the um the recordings i like listening to those but then they're waking him up <laughs> Like in the middle of the night and just drilling. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of team that you want, like behind yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You may think it's annoying at the time, but it pays off. Yes. Uh, yeah, I love that whole moment. Mm-hmm. And you can you can see Mateo's confidence starting to grow because, like, he's getting the help he needs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So then we see Billy and Owen out on the golf course, and I thought I didn't catch it the first time. But Billy called Owen Tiger, which I believe is a reference to Tiger Woods. Yeah. But I just thought it was like in the same series, we've got now son and dad called Tiger. I was just thinking that because, okay, let's be honest. I skipped through like all the golf scenes because for one thing, I don't like golf. For another thing, their interactions made me cringe. So like seeing that and seeing like he mentioned that, it's like, oh, that, you know what? I'm just going to think of Tiger as being TK's name. Yeah. yeah, me too. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and then on the, like kind of the same. So while they're walking to like their next hole, um, Owen mentions, he's like, so Jed mentioned that you took some time off. And so well, the backstory that we got with Billy was that he actually was a member of the 126. And mm-hmm. when he had been the captain, right? I uh, believe so. And when he had taken the time off is when the accident happened that killed the original 126 except Judd. So mm-hmm. when they when he came back to work, he got stationed at the 121, which is another station and probably the best one in the county. And but he'd always wanted to come back to the 126. So I think that was kind of where he kind of figure it out. But then Owen had been told, oh, yeah, he'd been off. So he asked him why. So Billy explains, oh, yeah, I had thyroid cancer and I took a year off to get treatment and now I'm good and going on. And then through like the conversations they'd had over the next some time and then at lunch, kind of owen finally shares that you know he's got lung cancer and is doing treatment um while on the job and i think he opens his mouth a little bit too much because he got too comfortable with billy yeah yeah you know um that whole that whole scenario i had to be like okay i'm sure that like billy's cancer was true but i felt like he was fishing i seriously felt like he was fishing and like obviously there's no way he could have known um like owen had cancer but because not nobody except Judd and TK knew at that point, and Judd wouldn't have told, and TK definitely wouldn't have told. Yeah. So, but I think that's the point where I really started to be like, okay, something is seriously wrong here. Like the moment, the moment that whole exchange went down, Owen like told about his cancer. I'm like, 
Mm. this is not going to turn out well yeah Mm. so that's when my actual full-on distrust of billy started and then we get a mateo and marjan scene which i really liked this scene it was basically when mateo's like still kind of freaking out about his test i think she was quizzing him at this point and then he he kept like changing his answer and being like no it's this and she's right. like, you know, chill out, like, just say the first thing you think of. And then she was kind of like, well, why are you freaking out? And Mateo reveals that he's a dreamer, so he migrated from somewhere. We don't really know specifically yet and anything, mm-hmm. but he didn't even know he had an American birth certificate until he was 17. Oh, like he didn't have one, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. Like, a, that would be a shock. Be like, oh, yeah. oh, by the way, you're 17. Yeah. You're 17. You're getting ready to start your life and, yeah. you know, figuring out what you want to do. And then you find out that you don't even have an American birth certificate. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's, I can't imagine that. And I loved in that scene, like, she's, Marjan says, oh, and you'll be like a Jedi. And then Mateo's <laughs> like, I can't remember exactly the names he used, but I can't remember if it was Obi-Wan. I know he said Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn, and, and Marjan's like, I don't know who any of those are. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't know that. <laughs> Even I know those. I mean, I've seen some of the movies, but not like all of them. I only saw seven of them, and it w- definitely wasn't my favorite franchise. Yeah. And let's be honest, the only one I know off the top of my head is like Anakin Skywalker, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi, like those kinds. But I'm still like, okay. I mean, it's fairly popular, so even if you don't know the movies themselves, you're likely to have heard the yeah. names. It's more like, the names are pretty iconic. And in that moment, Marjan, like, gives us a little bit of her wisdom, which I love. And Me too. She says Memento Mori, which I know exactly what that was way before the show, because I studied that in school, in British literature and stuff, and... I was like, I know exactly what that is, which is interesting because a lot of times shows will kind of mess up the true meaning, which Mm. she got it pretty much right. But I was like, no, that's not exactly what that means. So I don't remember that. What is It's basically like the way I've always learned it, which I view to be the correct way, was knowing that you're going to die someday Mm, and stuff. So basically you just have to deal with that. And like, I forget... What actually I read that, like, was a symbol for that, because I read it, like, I read it a couple times, but I read it a long time ago, so I can't remember, but I was like, okay, not exactly right, and it's actually funny, because my brother has that tattooed on his arm, just Momento Mori in font, and I'm like, you do know what that means, and he's like, yeah, some singer had it, was their motto, oh, yeah, he has some interesting tattoos, but that's like... Yeah. that's a topic for another day yeah i kind of feel like it's just one of those where like all of this stuff that we're doing now is meaningless because we're gonna eventually die one day yeah so everything we like everything we do we want to do our best but eventually it's going to mean nothing i think it's kind of it is yeah it is. <laughs> i mean but she was trying to get him to just think hey you know don't stress out like Every, on every single word you know just come yeah use what comes from your gut because you you know this stuff yeah um, and what happens happens yes. right that kind of thing yeah yeah i mean and like that's important to realize yeah you know, what happens happens i mean in life purposes that's like a good way of looking at it but like in my learning purposes my teacher would be like no that is not it <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so i guess the next is the test time the proctor <sighs> was oh my god his old captain Ugh. which i think made it worse because i i forget whether or not i was confirmed but i'm pretty sure like he was the one that made mateo feel so stupid oh yeah i think he said no, that and i'm just 
just tell like, the way he acted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was like, he's like, oh, you're going to fail. That was basically his attitude. And I was like, oh, mm, 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 that's not okay. Well, yeah. And they knew, so they knew going into it that he was going to do um, an audio test. Like they were going to give it to him verbally, but then mm-hmm. um, they thought Marjan was going to be the one reading the questions to him, but which would have been better for Mateo. Right. Cause he'd studied with her and practiced, but I, and I can kind of understand why they didn't allow that just because like the, even they said, no, the people, you know, from the same house can't, um, you know, give be in there because uh, they could have, you know, just cheat, you know, I don't think they would cheat on a test like this, but yeah. they, just, they just wanted to make Certainly sure Certainly a possibility was, of happy. Yeah. I mean, they could have let her read the questions, and they could have observed it, like... That's true. Yeah, they could have done that. But I think they just wanted to make it more difficult. And of course, right. for drama purposes, like, they did mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, of course. And maybe it also depended on, like, the tester. Like, maybe a different one would have been maybe a little bit more lenient. Right. But that guy wasn't being no and then after he takes his test the whole team showed up for him and he was like you guys showed off on your day off and owen's like we may may not be on a shift but we never stop being the one two six and i was like oh i love that that's so sweet (laughs) love that and I love what Judd says too. He's like, "Well, if it, he's there, all trying to find out what he what happened." And he said, "Well, if it's good news, we'll get to, we'll drink whiskey." <laughs> and TK, I love how Tiki's like, "No, nope, we'll be drinking. I'll be drinking mineral water, or some of us will be drinking mineral water. Either way." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, good boy, TK." Yeah. Oh. And then, like, yeah. right in that moment, Owen gets a call from Deputy Chief Redford, and TK is oh, like, what was that about? And he's like, I don't know, like, Deputy Chief wants to talk to me. And we yeah. basically immediately find out that Billy told him about his cancer. He's like, oh, I didn't know that you didn't tell him. It's like, yeah, okay. Bull crap. crap you didn't know. Of course right. you knew he didn't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that... To be honest, I knew the episode was wrapping up, and I didn't know, I didn't know there'd be, like, a continuation, so I'm like, what are they going to do with Billy? Like, is he staying? Because I don't like him that much, I don't want him to stay. Like, what are they doing? There hasn't been, like, a climax to this. And so when that scene came around, I went, oh, that's the climax. Like, as a fan, I hate that storyline, but as, like, somebody looking at it in a story, I, I like the drama because it makes it interesting from a storyline point of view like i think it was necessary mm-hmm. like there were other ways they could have like had the team find out had the department find out like there were so many other ways that could have happened but uh, i just think that was a interesting way of doing it yeah but it, yeah i mean i just i feel like that was what um billy wanted he he was playing a game the whole time. Like, he wasn't really being coming friends with Owen. He was just doing anything he can to get anything out of him. And right. I don't think he expected him to get, oh, I have cancer out of him. But yeah, Owen got comfortable with him. And I think he was hoping to have something slip. And yeah. he know. wanted any dirt he could use yeah. against, like, the perfect captain from New York. Because right. he wanted the 126. Yeah. Yep, and and you know so and I and I I feel like because Deputy Chief Radford, well, he was definitely in a tough spot because now he finds out that this guy that you know they you know brought there to help do the one twenty six, and he completely says you know you did what you did with the one twenty six was amazing, and mm-hmm. he's like, but if 
you know, I, I, he's like, I'm kind of in a tough spot. And Owen's like, well, I'm completely able to do it because Billy was trying to like over exaggerate some things that Owen had said about, oh, I have to throw up once in a while from the chemo and blah, blah, blah. So it was just like, and they're not going to listen to Owen saying right. about it because they'd view it as him sa- saving himself. Right. right. But unfortunately, that means that they're seeing the they're taking the overreaction and yeah. the exaggerations. Yeah, so then they're, you know, and then Owen's like, well, I'm as fit as any other captain here. So he's like, I'll do the CPAT, which is the candidate physical ability test in full PPE. So with the bunker gear on, the mask, the tank, just like 75 mm-hmm. pounds worth of gear. And Owen says, I'll do oh, it. Yeah. You name a time and place. I'm like, oh, so that's the climax what's gonna happen but in a way i'm kind of glad they did it that way because brad radford could have totally said well you're completely suspended until we resolve this um and not given him a chance and then put billy in there which is kind of what i thought was going to happen it's just what billy wanted but then somehow owen would fight to get his job back or something i don't know like there i had a couple of different theories as to what was going to happen so i was i i'm kind of pleasantly surprised they went a little differently than i expected yeah yeah I didn't put much thought to it. Like, I didn't really think about it. I was like, eh, it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I-, I knew they weren't going to get rid of him. And I think that was the comforting thing. Like, uh, he's going to be fine, but how are they doing it? Yeah. You know, and then, like, um, after Doc, the chief leaves, Billy's starting to leave. And Owen chases after him. And he's like, you know, you want the 126? And they start talking about it and Billy's like telling him he's basically going to get rid of the entire crew. And he's like, I think Owen said something like, if you want my crew or my house, you got to come take it. Um, And like, obviously cares about like the firehouse. He cares about the crew, but I think that also shows how much he cares about the people because like they all uprooted their lives. And obviously I'm actually going to address that a little bit more when we talk about episode seven, because I know they also talked about it, but like, He's like, I'm not going to let you displace me. I'm not going to let you hurt my crew. Like, I'm going to do everything I can to fight and stay here. Well, and I and I, I just feel like, you know, Owen has put his time into this place. He does, like, and things are going well for him and his son. And I think he just wants to, he's going to fight, obviously. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm, yeah, we'll talk about it more in the, about that next episode, but... Yeah, I the only thing in this episode I would have liked better is if we would have had more of a a, a team reaction. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because by at this moment, the only people that know besides Billy, Deputy Chief Radford, is TK and Judd. Yeah, and yeah. I would have liked which to at see... least TK knew by this point. Right. <laughs> like if he hadn't, there would be oh, so gosh, much. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, yeah. So I just I I would have liked to have even just like a Owen sharing it to the team and maybe not their reactions because we got that in the next episode. But yeah, um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen it as he told it. Yeah, instead of it coming out from maybe somebody else because we don't know how they fi- how they figured it out. Did they overhear? Did they? Did Owen just tell them on their next shift? I mean, I imagine he told them, but and I would have loved to have seen it yeah. either way. And I am disappointed that we yeah. didn't get it because I like the team bonding, and I think that would have been a good moment. But yeah, so moving on to episode seven, the first scene that we got was the bowl at like a auctioned used car lot that's kind of the feeling i got of what it was oh my gosh yeah it almost seemed yeah. like an event because you had like the auctioneer and then you had just like people looking at cars and stuff like that oh i thought it was like the opening yeah. of the car lot or something yeah, it was a car and lot i was like the guy was- why is there a rodeo bull here they needed a main attraction <laughs> oh man they got like- one <laughs> 
Oh, they yeah. did. Uh, more than anyone brought Yeah, before. it was like a kid that basically just got his license. He bags into another car and then the bull just goes off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh poor yeah. bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then scared him. Yeah. Like, at least they made it, like, completely realistic because, like, obviously this is a rodeo bull. He's trained. Or, not exactly trained, but, you know. He's feisty. Yeah. But, like, animals, especially like bulls are easily startled yeah and they're not they don't know what a car is to him it was most likely likely the sound of a monster or something yeah. like they don't know yeah and that entire scene i was like oh please don't let somebody hurt the bull please yeah. let the bull be okay like i care more about the bull than i did about anybody else uh, yeah because i was like when an animal attacks people there's a good chance it's going to be put down yeah and i was like please don't let them hurt the bull yeah yeah um yeah, and then, you know, because we see, we see the kind of carnage, and then, like, the 126 pulls up, and they're, like, looking around, and they're like, was it TK that see? I don't see a bull. <laughs> and then Judd, I think, says, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Owen's like, get the axes. And, I'm, and I think Judd says something like, I don't think axes are going to do much for a 2,000-pound bull. And I'm like, I totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to do much. But seriously, um, like, even if you do manage to land a blow in, you're still going to likely be speared with yeah. one of the oh, horns. Yeah. 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 And... <laughs> that's a texas longhorn bull i mean it's got it's, some big horns they are they live up to their names like yeah yeah you know and so then that so i think michelle was there and owen's like where's the bull and she's like follow the trail or something and it's all the like broken pieces and the broken windows and all and that the broken the bodies and the yeah yeah and uh so tk when they finally find the bull tk's like they <laughs> uh yeah so they have to call um APD and let them know and uh TK calls uh and says like APD we have a bull in the car in a, in a car yeah <laughs> and uh, I was like I wonder if Carlos would have heard that you know <laughs> like because we didn't see him on scene so like yeah. was he not there and so like would he have overheard that because like fire is calling APD to you know <laughs> if he was near the radio stuff. he would have heard it most yeah. likely so <laughs> And you would have recognized TK's voice. Yeah. Well, we should hope um, so. Yeah. And so the bull has got, he's, his horns have run into like this old station wagon. And, and he's trapped. I felt, yeah, he's stuck and he can't move. And I feel bad for the the, the bull, you know. Well, especially since like he, his neck was cut. Like he was bleeding all yeah. over. And yeah, that is, a Spanish, especially with a panicking animal, mm-hmm. that's, they're lucky like anybody's lucky the bull survived that which with a 2000 pound bull i don't know how that would have gone over with like the car but um it just never would have been a good situation and i love how owen went on animal whisperer again and like they opened up the back of the car and he's like trying to talk to the bull calmly and he he tells him i'd appreciate it if you didn't kill any of my team and i swear the bull like grunts and says like okay i i know he didn't but it just like like, that kind of reluctant if you insist kind of thing yeah Yeah. it's like fine Uh, (laughs) i don't don't feel like it anyway (laughs) that's kind of my impression and then while he's talking uh, while Owen's talking to the dog bull he, he kind of mentions he's like uh, how'd you get in this mess feels like things are out of control he's like and I, I'm like yeah he's definitely not just talking about the bull and Judd knows so, that too because he's like yeah. you know you know like those memes and those gifts where like somebody slowly peeks around the corner or something I kind of felt like that was Judd just going nah excuse me what <laughs> what's yeah. happening yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So that, that whole scene, and you know, and I, I obviously the bum steer is the name of the episode. So again, we're gonna get some uh, references somehow into the episode. Yeah, and it's Texas. They had to do a bowl scene. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> like, they couldn't just do it with like the um, well, you know, bull stuff factory, but. Yeah, like they had to bring the bulls. Oh yeah, yeah. They basically had to do like all the Texas stereotypes in season one, just to be like, okay, we know these exist. We have to make fun of them a little bit. Yeah. And then we see Owen practice for his CPAT test, and uh, oh my god, I and, loved that TK was there helping him. Though. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, and I liked it because it was kind of like the beginning. It was kind of like a montage, and I was like, okay, I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, we see, like, Owen, he's... I loved how they were using a, a cover of Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Oh, I love that practicing. song. And so and, it, it fits so well. <laughs> yeah, it did. And, you know, obviously there's, you know, the recruits have to get the... Um, finish the test in 10 minutes and 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And so they're timing when is he's doing this and i think at one point when he passed out it or finished it the first time it was like 13 or 14 minutes and he was like that's less than ideal yeah 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 i thought that was funny uh, and i love T- his reactions like yeah. it's pretty chill you know and tk's trying to talk to his dad's like i can't believe you're doing this this is crazy and you know, and tk knows he volunteered yeah which i was like okay that's interesting because nobody else does at that point in time yeah and uh tk says like you just had to play golf with him <laughs> He's like, well, you don't play with me. Tiki's like, yeah, but I can learn. I think that's <laughs> like, funny. Oh. I mean, yeah. it's kind of sad in a point, but I still think it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm sure they did the reference with the golf because, oh, uh, Rob definitely golf is golf. Oh yeah. And his sons, I think, out golf with him. So yeah, I think that was definitely a cool like nod to him and his sons. Yeah. yeah. And Tiki just being like, I would have learned if it just would have avoided all of this yeah 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 Yeah. then we get kind of the other team members talking about owen's cancer and it's oh i don't know it's kind of sad because like mateo's like i don't want cap to die when they're like talking about it and marjan's like cap's not gonna die texas has the best cancer doctors I love how they all softened and were like, oh, okay, we got it. We we got a comfort baby. Was kind of yeah, my right. And I, and I feel for Mateo in that moment because I, I I'm like, if I was in Mateo's situation, I'd be watching like Marjana and Paul were basically talking to each other about like how they both uprooted their lives in their other places to come join us, you know, join the team. And then yeah, so I I, I feel for Mateo as if I was in his position, I'd be sitting there and I'd be like watching like Marjan and Paul complaining about, okay, not complaining, but they were definitely raising concerns about having uprooted their lives to come to Texas for Owen. And then they're finding out that basically if Billy does take over the 126, they're pretty yeah. much out of a job. And then they're referencing the fact that Judd is his people, Billy's people being texas was a 126 member before so they like and judd's trying to kind of reassure him oh that's not going to happen and judd's like guys i'm you know we're still one of 26 and you know but then yeah so then we have uh, well marjan says uh, that um that like oh probe is just as texas as you but nobody will be mis- mistaking you as yeah. brothers and judd is like we are brothers because we are the same number on our badge you know i feel for judd right. in this oh, situation yeah, yeah. because it's like he's stuck between yeah. Yeah. his old captain his friend and his new captain and his friend mm-hmm. and he's like 
I don't know what to do with this. Like, this is a whole mess. And I kind of feel for everybody because, and I think something is overlooked in this. Like, people talk about how, like, it wouldn't go well for um, Paul and Marjan or even necessarily Mateo. Um, Obviously, because skin color, not Texan, uh, religion, gender, any of of the above. And I'm like, I think people forget that TK would be even more impacted because... A, he's gay. B, he's the other captain's yeah. son. Like, do you really think he'd be faring very well under Billy? Like, I doubt he'd stay there if his dad wasn't there anymore. But still, yeah. I, I think it gets overlooked. And I'm like, I think he'd get the worst yeah. worst of it, honestly. Yeah, when it comes to Billy, yeah, definitely. Yeah, of all of it, yeah. I think, uh, I, I, I feel like if TK stuck around, Judd would do his best to protect him, but it would be hard because, again, yeah. he would be in Honestly, I want a fan fiction from that. Okay. I'm going to have to write that fan fiction. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking. Yeah. Here for <laughs> it. Oh my gosh, I have so We will read it. Um, anyway, yeah, go on. So, uh, after this, we get a scene where, so we kind of learned, so Michelle's been, works for this um, nonprofit, kind of helping out um, homeless people. And she goes to this homeless camp under mm-hmm. like a like an overpass. And while she's there helping some people out, um, where she finds out that this young girl and her dad are in this camp. And it sounds like he's a veteran um, struggling with PTSD mm-hmm. from the war. And his little girl has uh, diabetes, so she's needing insulin. And he'd been on some, uh, sounds like some antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication that he gave to somebody else that he called sad eyes mm-hmm. uh, in the purple tent. And I, I, I got a vibe of something at that moment, but I didn't really think much of it because then after that, yeah, yes, same. I was like, yeah. okay, they're uh, not going to leave that. They dropped that for a reason. So what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And they put it in there for a reason too. Yeah. And so, you know, and then Michelle's like chases off that guy oh that's gosh. trying to break into the van she had. And Carlos <laughs> shows up. She's like, well, now you show up. I <laughs> comment. like, oh seriously we have talked about this he's like what are you doing and he starts reprimanding her about coming down there by herself but then he you know mentions that mm-hmm. they found something yeah for the, the search for her yeah. sister he had so much sass on his face like his facial expressions in that moment yeah so then we after that with the sass that we get from carlos then they go to the station mm-hmm. where the detective is that's involved in her sister's case and carlos and michelle are sitting there waiting to be called by this detective and, and, and you know promise me you'll be calm and like michelle her. basically promises no such thing <laughs> and like they're like sitting there and she's like bouncing her foot or something he's like can you stop doing the bouncing foot thing it's making me the way he says that it's like like, it's making me tense like the very the very measured it's making me tense i'm holding myself together here um and she's like what do you mean and he goes that thing you do like no i don't it's something like like, yes you do and it's making me tense it's iconic and i i love the sass we see between them yeah it's it's great yeah and then we're sitting there you know they're sitting there talking to the detective who's you know kind of like glaring at carlos like don't tell me you ran did investigation on my case (laughs) without um... informing me and he's like well we didn't want to do anything and give you anything until we had more information (laughs) so he's like trying to cover his rear which that's good (laughs) but then as they're leaving again she gets all sarcastic with 
de- detective and Carlos is just kind of <laughs> glaring at her like, shut up. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> like you promised. After this is when we get uh, Grace and Judd at home. They're getting ready for bed and Judd's kind of talking to her about the situation with Billy and the team and how kind of everybody's struggling. And she's, I love how Grace mm, stood yeah. up for Paul and Marjan because she's basically saying, she's like, they uprooted their lives and... Of, of the, any of the crew, she felt like Paul and Marjan have a have a legitimate reason yeah. to be concerned. NTK as well, too, because none of them are from Texas. And she, you know, then she goes on to start telling Judd that she needs to, or that he needs to talk to Judd and, or talk to Owen and talk to Billy and kind of try and figure out how to work some things out between those two guys. And I love his comment. He's like, <laughs> I don't want to get between those two old roosters. <laughs> Yeah, the best one also was like when Judd was like, "Why do grown men have to act like such babies?" And Grace is like, "I've been asking that that every day." My like, (laughs) yes, that's what it was. You did not just do that. Yeah, he's like, "No, you don't." (laughs) Yeah. So the the next we see is a a brief scene with um, Judd and Billy, and Judd's kind of loosening him up with some. Uh, different types of uh, alcohol and finally billy says like well do you think i've uh what do you say watered up or something enough for you to tell me what you called me over here and you know he's kind of questioning you know why you know they're making the what judd thinks is that the department is making Owen oh do yeah the cpat not realizing that it's actually owen's idea so he that's when he learned and he was not that it was actually owen's idea <laughs> oh, yeah he was on. not he was very mad but i i, I was glad that uh, Judd did decide to stand up for Owen um, and try and at least talk to Billy and hopefully get him to mm-hmm. like, lay off. But then Owen and Judd talk the next day at work and Judd is really on him about it. And when he finds out that Owen agrees that yes, that I, I did, it was my idea and he's not <laughs> doing so hot in the whole training uh, <laughs> department. Judd says, you know, nothing short of an act of God is going to get this be better and he's like i'm gonna do something i haven't done that my wife's been wanting me to do for a while he's like i'm gonna pray and owen's like thanks for the prayers and he's like i'm not praying for you i'm praying for the 126 i'm praying for the crew because if you leave or they kick you out none of them are sticking around so i'm gonna pray for them and it kind of leaves you know what i think that's actually really good though because this is like a Another reinforcement that, like, yeah, Judd really does view this as, like, his new family, his new crew. And we get that. We got that with the fight with him and TK. And even earlier in the episode, when he was like, oh, we're all brothers because we have the same number on our badge. But, like, this, he's like, yeah, I'm going to stand up to a longtime friend. And I'm going to pray that something happens, which prevents this from happening, because I love this crew. Mm. And I'm like, that is, I think that's serious character development. And it's also, Mm -hmm. it's endearing, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so much growth on Judd's part. You know, and and even when Grace and Judd were talking um, a few scenes prior, they were, you know, she said if it wasn't for Owen, she's not sure where she and Mm, uh, Judd would even be right now. Uh, Owen hadn't forced yeah. Judd to go to counseling. So I think part of her is like, you know, you need to stand up for him because he stood up for you and kind of t- yeah. helped, helped us out. So somehow Billy and Owen uh, get the decide there. They decide mm-hmm. to go golfing again. I guess that's where they <laughs> air out their laundry is on the golf course. 
and uh, Smack it, talk. it starts raining. <laughs> Honestly, I skipped through raining. most of the scene when yeah. I initially watched it. In fact, I don't think I've ever watched the full golf scene. Just when I realized that it was going to be cringeworthy, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sure I can catch up, so I keep skipping. Yeah. But I did, yeah. I did yeah. realize there was something happening, so I backtracked to, like, lightning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always watched them live, uh, so there's no option. Good point. <laughs> Right, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and Billy's like, ah, it's just a little rain, no worries. And then Owen finally caves and he gives him an offer of, he's like, okay, I'll And Billy knows about TK's issues? I didn't know that. And then, actually, yeah, he's dropping some hints. He, he starts talking about um, all the crew, different crew members and what would be a problem for them if they were still there. And then he's like, and your boy, he's like, I think it'd be a little awkward, you know, and I, I heard he had some issues up in New York and dropping hints that he knows some things about TK that, you know, so it sounds like he's done a little homework. Yeah. And- done some research on the crew yeah and in that moment when he said that i was like okay keep tk out of your mouth like no yes yeah. don't be talking and, like, about at my this boy point, like he's that. just he's taunting mm-hmm. he's like i have the power here and like obviously talking right. about the sun that's the low blow but that's all part of his game and so it feels very fitting when he gets struck by lightning <laughs> Like yeah, karma. Yes. Like karma. I couldn't the even feel sorry. Yeah, I'm like I'm sorry. I'm sure that um, I'm sure yeah. that I should be feeling sorry, but I'm not actually because I to God. Um, like I just I love that. Yeah. No. I mean, of course, I didn't want to see him hurt, but. As Judd said, I hope an act of God, which lightning was an act of God. And, you know, Billy went to hit the golf ball and the lightning yeah. hit the <clears throat> golf club. And uh, But then again, like as soon as that happens and oh, yeah. Billy goes down, Owen jumps into first responder mode and it's pouring down rain and he picks picks Billy up and he runs yeah. runs him back to the clubhouse. And, you know, so then the next scene we get is uh, Deputy Chief Radford and Owen in Owen's office and the crew is down <laughs> at the fire truck uh, fake cleaning it <laughs> so they can keep an eye and on TK's Owen just up watching the conversation they're having yeah, yeah. TK's watching TK's like, and Judd's like TK what do you see in there <laughs> he's still in there yeah I know he's still in there TK <laughs> like I'm out yet. <laughs> who's doing the talking I love, see- I love seeing like the various and TK's like the deputy chief I've seen I love seeing it's weird but I do I love seeing like the different tensions like obviously TK's tense because he, like he's watching it. His dad's in there. Like this is the sign fake for both of them, and the rest of the mm-hmm. team's anxious. And Judd's trying right. not to act anxious, but it's still kind of acting anxious. <laughs> and, like uh, I just I-, I love the little yeah. interactions in there. Yeah, and they're all yeah, that sentence sequence that uh, you said like and... that's the best <laughs> best thing ever. <laughs> like yeah, I know he's still in there, TK, because they ain't come out <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. And then when Owen walks him out to the out, you know, when the deputy chief leaves, uh, they all kind of chase Owen back into the uh, kitchen where he's making coffee. And they're like trying to, like, okay, well, he goes, what are you guys talking about? And then TK's like, everyone can relax. When he's this glib, it's always good news. And then everyone's like, come on, you know, what did the man say? And it's like, it's like, turns out I already did. Test again or do the test. Yeah. Um, but he had done that, showed proof of that in, when he took care of Billy all the way back to the clubhouse in less than two minutes. So, like, everyone, can, like, relaxes when they hear that, like, no, he's he's clear, he's good, and they kind of all start to scurry away, but they all offer Like, now all that's left we need, yeah. need to do is uh, for the cancer. Yeah. The cancer's ass or whatever. Cool. Yeah. 
and TK yeah. hugs him and then he runs off and, and he kind of had a little bit of a I loved that like mm-hmm. he's like I know I'm right I was right I got yeah, this he's like I called it only an act of God uh-huh. <laughs> yep yep and I love I love the little thing about um, his and Billy's friendship and Owen's questions about that like oh I thought you would have been happier mm-hmm. having Billy run the team he's your friend he's yeah he's my friend but you are my captain mm-hmm. like we love that yeah i just love that loyalty that he showed because you know through it all the man who's you know owen is his captain mm-hmm. now and so he's supporting him and i I love that because we didn't know at the beginning of the season like if judd would eventually ever consider owen friend or a captain because he was the outsider but it's yeah. obvious that judd has really grown um a lot and yeah supports owen and i think that's it's awesome. definitely again character development yeah, definitely. And then, you know, our last scene of the episode, I think, is the Carlos and Michelle are out. Well, we also had the hospital the scene. That her sister was Where in. Owen visits and Billy. S- I just remembered that. Oh, yeah. But... That's right. <laughs> What's the <laughs> like, like, gives Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, poker for dummies. Ah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> they, they all kind of agreed that, you know, because... Owen was going to stick around because they already are down one captain, so they didn't oh. want to be down two. And since Owen did mm-hmm. that, he's made it clear he's fit mm. for duty. He's proved it. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, do you guys think we'll see Billy again? We I might hope not. see. Well, I think at the end of the episode, they made it clear. Well, Owen said, like, we're better off at being friends. Like, we shouldn't be each other's competition. So, I don't know. I think this story is closed. Like, I really think there would be nowhere yeah. to do this. And Billy, yeah. from what the episode, they the said he's going to be laid up for a while. The only thing I could see is if so we, like, saw a glimpse of him it's hard as to the say. captain at the other station. Like, at a seat. At a accident or something. But honestly, yeah. I feel like we're not going to yeah. see like, much if that all yeah. of him. Because, honestly, I cannot see why Owen would even want to spend that much time with this guy. <laughs> Obviously, they're friends. Friends, I guess, now. But yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. I'd have a hard time looking at the fact that you just tried to sabotage literally everything. Um, but, you know what? Yeah. Uh, I guess he's just able to do that. Um, yeah. I think they played his story out. And I could only really see, yeah. like we said, seeing him in passing. So then we kind of get the wrap-up of then a Billy... Um, and then we do see Carlos and Michelle at the site where they believe the truck went over that her yeah. sister was last seen in. Like, he was there for support and comfort. Like, like, yeah. Because that's mm-hmm. a really hard thing. I actually, the yeah. emotion in that little moment, it wasn't that yeah, it, big a moment. But the emotion in there, like, lives a wonderful actress. And so, like, just feeling I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's easy. I don't know. I... To be honest, these last two episodes that we talked about, episodes six and seven, definitely needed to happen because I feel like it was it was one of many ways that Owens could finally and like he couldn't hold the team about his cancer. Get a secret from the fire department um, forever. So right. So this was this was a good way to like force his hand in a way to bring it up and tell people. In some ways, yeah. uh, you could see this as like a filler. Um, just because, you know, it's just typical crew stuff. and But we got a lot of good elements and good moments of crew bonding, I think. So even though it's kind of the middle of the season, things yeah. are going well, and then something happens. So, you know, they're decent episodes. We definitely have better episodes. Yeah, for me, these episodes were my least favorite. Yeah. 
But I liked the storyline with Mateo's testing, and I, I liked seeing TK yeah, help too. with Owen's training. Like, that's actually one of my favorite scenes. So, like, the little tidbits in there, but overall, the general themes, yeah. they're not my favorites. Thank you guys so much for joining us and listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. We are also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and almost anywhere where you can find podcasts. On iTunes, you can rate us and leave us a review. It would mean a lot to us to get that. And you can follow the podcast on our socials at 91LS Roundup on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me, Katie, at For the Love of Tarlos on Instagram. And at For Love of Tarlos on Twitter. And you can follow Shaz, I'm just going to say this right now, um, at Buttercup Strand on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can follow me on <laughs> me. Instagram, <laughs> RodenRafa911. And on Twitter, at SheepGirl31. All right, Thanks bye. for joining us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.